Since there is a month for pride, should we not also have a month for humility? Welcome, my dear friends, to Sipping on the Sabbath for this Corpus Christi Sunday. Now, I'm not the first to speak about the need for humility as the antidote to pride. You can read other articles, you can watch other YouTube videos, hear other priests, deacons, religious, lay people alike talking about the need for humility to counteract the vice of pride. But an important spiritual principle to keep here in mind is one that was formulated and encouraged by St. Ignatius of Loyola called Ageri Contra. Ageri is a drive, an urge, or a conduct, conduct, and contra means to go against. And so Ageri Contra means to act against, to act otherwise, or even to take a different path. It is to deliberately choose to go against what our tendencies might be. Now, we, we need God's grace to do that, left to ourselves. And I have said on so many other occasions, I cannot overcome myself. I can't make myself into a saint. I need God's grace. And a good book that I encourage you to get and read is this one entitled The Freedom to Love by Father Emmerich Vogt, a Dominican. And in this book, he talks about the seven cardinal sins and compares them to the seven cardinal virtues, a jerry contra, to go against what our natural tendency might be. And in this book, let me read you a little excerpt here from it, he talks about how we are so proud, we fallen creatures, he says. This is on page 35, if you want a reference for those of you who have the book already. In truth, the good that we do is the result of God's grace and mercy, while the evil we do is the manifestation of our true selves without grace. I need the grace of God in my life. Humility versus pride. Humility is knowing and accepting that we are not God. I'll speak for myself. I am not God. And another a book that I draw to your attention is this one's called As Bill Sees It. It is a collection of excerpts from letters, uh, books, talks, etc. that Bill W. gave. Bill W. being one of the co-founders of Alcoholics Anonymous. And he has a lot in here to say about the virtue of humility. One reference here I'll use here to begin is on page 211. Again, for those of you who have the book or are going to get the book, uh, daily meditations and reflections uh, based on the writings and talks, etc. of Bill W. We first reach for a little humility, knowing that we shall perish of alcoholism if we do not. Now, if you're not an alcoholic, you can substitute another inordinate attachment or desire or addiction that we can be struggling with in life. The point is, we need humility. After a time, though, we may still rebel somewhat, 
or maybe more than somewhat. There may still be some residual rebellion within us, but nonetheless, we have commenced. We have commenced to practice humility because this is the right thing to do. Then comes the day when, finally freed in large degree from rebellion, we practice humility because we deeply want it as a way of life. God help me to choose the path of humility. And he offers us this grace, a jerry contra, go against what our natural tendency might be, that is to give in to pride, self-reliance, arrogance, putting God up on the shelf, God help me. The first reading we have today from the book of Deuteronomy really is a caution to us against forgetting God or against putting God up on the, the shelf. Deuteronomy says to us that God has led you, our Father has led you these 40 years in the wilderness that he might humble you and he fed you with manna, which you did not know. What is this the Lord is offering to me? To do you good in the end. Ultimately, in the end, it is God's will that we experience his grace, his mercy, his power, his peace. But without the virtue of humility, I will not open my heart fully to receive this precious gift, this precious help that he offers to you and to me. What is humility? Humility is living one's life according to one's right size. It is accepting the fact that I don't know what's best for me, which is why I want to live my life in conformity with God's will. Lord, what would you have me do? And God, I need your power. I need to tap into your power because I am powerless. So I want to live my life in a place of reliance, a place of trust in God. To be humble is also to admit that others can be much more talented than I, but I don't see that as a threat. Instead, I want to rejoice in that. God has given me gifts and talents. He's given them to you. Will I put them at his disposal? Or am I succumbing to the temptation to pride, comparison rather than identification of others and how the Lord has blessed them? Because he has certainly abundantly blessed me. Humility comes from the Latin hummus, which means um, dirt or earth or ground. Remember that we are dust and to dust we shall return. And to live one's life in humility is to see that the commandments that God has given to us are for our good. They are a sure pathway to freedom, to, to love, as Father Emmerich says in his book, the freedom to love. They're not restrictions on life. The Lord, your God, is bringing you again Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 7. He is bringing you to a good land. Will I today commit myself once again to following his lead, to living my life in humility, not pride? Pride is this thinking that I am God, thinking, acting, believing that we are the, the higher power if you will. I am not a higher power. I am powerless. I want to tap into God's power. But again, if I'm succumbing to the temptation to pride, I am forgetting about the caution that is spoken to us in the first reading from Deuteronomy. You forget 
This is Deuteronomy chapter 8. You forget the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. Beware, lest you say in your heart, my power and the might of my hand have gotten me this wealth. Put God up on the shelf. I'm God. And then Deuteronomy continues, what happens when we do this? We go after other gods and serve them and worship them. Pride is a rejection of God and his plan, his will for my life. And I'm living on the bread that I have produced myself, thinking that it will sustain me. But it's just empty calories. It is not nutritious. We are malnourished living on the bread of our own creation, our own talent, our own giftedness, our own, well, it's all pride, right? Pride and self-reliance. And today we celebrate the feast of Corpus Christi, the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus, who himself embodies for us the virtue of humility. Jesus humbles himself. He comes among us under the appearance of bread and wine. And he allows himself to be put in a situation where he is susceptible. Susceptible to ridicule, abuse, abandonment, sacrilege even. And he who has willed and sustains creation in its existence is the one who shares with us his own, again, body, blood, soul, and divinity in the Eucharist. Three times, Jesus says, I am the living bread. I am the bread of life. And to go back to what I spoke about a couple of weeks ago now, these I am statements of Jesus, this is one of them, have I formulated my own I am statements? And what are those I am statements? Are they coming from a place of humility and reliance upon the Lord or pride and self-reliance. I am statements. Write them down. Remind ourselves of them as being inspired by the Lord to live by. I am. Who am I, Lord? I want to live in the identity that comes from you. Because again, when I reject God, I put God up on the shelf. What is the temptation? To live life according to one's own identity. I will tell myself who I am. I will choose my own identity and I will demand that you co-sign that. I will demand that you affirm that, but it's not based on truth. Truth is not a something. The truth is someone and his name is Jesus. I want to live my life in conformity with his will for my life. And he humbles himself to come among us as the food that we need. This is the month of the Sacred Heart, the Sacred Heart of Jesus, the month of humility in imitation of the Lord. A heart that beats in union with the Father's heart. A heart that exhibits the love of the Holy Spirit. A heart that has the blood of our Blessed Mother Mary flowing through it. This is the heart that we honor, the heart that we worship, the heart that we want to open our own heart to. And so the antidote, the Ajeri Contra to pride, is receiving the one who is humble, the Lord. The gospel we have today from John 
at chapter 6, says that the Jews were murmuring. They were disputing among themselves. And Jesus' response to that was to say, My flesh is true food and my blood is true drink. The Eucharist is the real nourishment. It's the, the steak and potatoes that, that we need <laughs> in our life to sustain us through life one day at a time. It's not empty calories. It's not useless calories. That's what I eat when I live my life in pride and ego and self-determination. Lord, you tell me who I am. I want to live in your identity, Jesus, as a beloved daughter, as a beloved son of yours. When I live my life according to my own flesh in pride, that is about weakness, it's fragility, it's, it's fickleness, it's, it's sin, it's separation from the Lord's will. Jesus' flesh instead signifies life, signifies eternal salvation. He who eats of me, the Lord says, will live because of me. Because of me, which implies remaining faithful and steadfast. Again, one day at a time. A true life comes from Jesus. True life comes from living one's life in conformity with Jesus, who is humility himself, not pride. There can be so many illustrations of pride all around us. I want to live my life instead in conformity with the Lord's will, the plan that he has for my life, and that is in humility, not self-reliance, not self-determination. God, you tell me who I am, and God, you have promised that you'd always be with me, sustaining me through life, and he always welcomes us back when we wake up to the reality of how much we have been driven by pride and self-reliance and ego and sin in our life, he welcomes us back. He welcomes us back with open arms and sustains us in his mercy. So today, my dear friends, is an opportunity to open our heart to receive from the Lord even more of his virtue of humility. In this month of the Sacred Heart of Jesus, June, when so many others might be celebrating pride, we ourselves want to join with the Lord and receive from him the virtue of humility, this month of humility. I do not live because of me. I live instead because of, of him. This again, what Bill W. said, this is on page 305, for those of you who have the book, as Bill sees it, it's actually a quote from the 12 and 12. So it is that we first see humility as a necessity. But this is the barest beginning. To get completely away from our aversion to the idea of being humble, to gain a vision of humility as the avenue to true freedom of the human spirit, to be willing to work for humility as something to be desired for itself, takes most of us a long, long time. A whole lifetime geared to self-centeredness cannot be set in reverse all at once, but it can be set in reverse beginning today. 
So, as we journey through this month of June, the month of the Sacred Heart, when again others are celebrating pride, we want to celebrate humility, the virtue of humility. And so my invitation to you, my dear friends, is to join with me beginning today and for the rest of the month of June to pray the Litany of Humility. I'm going to pray it with us, pray it for us now. You can find this again if you haven't got a copy, just Google it or look it up on your internet provider thing. <laughs> just type it in somewhere. It'll pop up, okay? The Litany of Humility by Cardinal Raphael Mary Del Val. So, the Litany of Humility. O Jesus, meek and humble of heart, hear me. From the desire of being esteemed, deliver me. From the desire of being extolled, deliver me. From the desire of being honored, deliver me. From the desire of being praised, deliver me. From the desire of being preferred to others, deliver me. From the desire of being consulted, deliver me. From the desire of being approved, deliver me. From the fear of being humiliated, deliver me. From the fear of being despised, deliver me. From the fear of being calumniated, deliver me. From the fear of being forgotten, deliver me. From the fear of being ridiculed, deliver me. From the fear of being wronged, deliver me. From the fear of being suspected, deliver me. That others may be loved more than I, Jesus, grant me the grace to desire it. That others may be esteemed more than I, Jesus, grant me the grace to desire it. That in the opinion of the world, others may increase and I may decrease, Jesus, grant me the grace to desire it. That others may be chosen and I set aside, Jesus, grant me the grace to desire it. That others may be praised and I go unnoticed, Jesus, grant me the grace to desire it. That others may be preferred to me in everything, Jesus, grant me the grace to desire it. That others may become holier than I, provided that I may become as holy as I should, Jesus, grant me the grace to desire it. Let us pray. O holy and most humble Savior Jesus, who, by your example and by your teachings, did command us to be meek and humble in imitation of your incomparable gentleness and humility, be pleased to give me this grace, as you have given me the commandment. Enable me to do whatever you command, and command whatever you desire. Destroy in me all proud thoughts and vain opinions of myself. I acknowledge to you that any worthwhile fruit from me, any good thing in me, comes from your grace. I cannot boast for what I have received from you is a gift. In relation to my fellow man, may I strive to honor others 
while giving you the glory. May I never seek my own praise, and may I never become puffed up when praise is offered to me. May I receive the honor with which you will crown your humble servants in that kingdom where you live and reign forever and ever. Amen. And may Almighty God bless you and all yours and those whom you will meet this week. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless the rest of your day. Remember, when we're powerless, that's when we are strong. And victory is indeed gained through surrender. Stay caffeinated. And we'll see you next time. God bless your day. Bye-bye.